which top young receiver could lose dynasty value this season. We're talking about all that and more on today's episode of Locked On Dynasty. You are Locked On Dynasty Football, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Here are your hosts, Matt Williamson and Ryan McDowell. Welcome back to the Locked On Dynasty Football Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for making Locked On Dynasty your first listen every day. Today's episode is brought to you by the Game Time app. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use Locked On NFL for $20 off your your first purchase. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. I'm your host, Ryan McDowell. You can follow me on Twitter at RyanMC23. Joining me, as always, is former NFL scout Matt Williamson. Find Matt on Twitter at WilliamsonNFL. Matt, we are one day away. I am ready for some real games. We got some kind of rough injury news yesterday. Doesn't look great for Travis Kelsey. Uh, We might be missing Kelsey in in this uh in this first week, maybe even more, who knows? I hate the injuries. It's it's the worst part, but uh, regardless, I'm ready for some football. Matt, yesterday we uh, talked about the quarterbacks and the running backs. We looked at new September ADP from Dynasty League Football, and we are going to continue that conversation with the pass catchers today. We'll talk about Travis Kelsey and the rest of the top tight ends. But before we do that, let's look at these receivers And, you know, as expected, the top of the receiver list is just loaded with guys that are 22, 23, 24 years old. Like these are these are all players you want on your roster, not just this year, not just next year, but for years to come, like the the next half decade, maybe even longer. We can lock these guys into uh, into starting lineups and elite uh, elite roles here. But Matt, I'm, I'm going to ask you the question now and give you a few minutes to think about it. And I kind of hinted at it at the top of the show. These top eight wide receivers, all very young, very talented, clearly. If I told you one of them is going to drastically lose dynasty value over the next year, think about who that would be. And I'm going to ask you for that answer after we get through these top 10 dynasty receivers. Wide receiver one, Justin Jefferson, wide receiver two, Jamar Chase. Those are also the top two players overall in our ADP, and they were also the consensus top two players, meaning Justin Jefferson was the 101 in every single mock draft we hosted this month, and Jamar Chase was the 1.02. So as of now, nobody, including Bijan Robinson, is really giving those two uh, a push at the top of the dynasty rankings, and Kind of like we said with Bijan Robinson. I don't know if there's too much more to say about those two players right now. We certainly expect them to continue producing. I don't think either one of those guys will be your answer, Matt. So we'll we'll uh, no, keep pushing here. Yeah, we'll keep pushing. Wide receiver three, and this has been a little bit of a flip-flop throughout the offseason. We've seen CeeDee Lamb and A.J. Brown trade spaces at the wide receiver three and wide receiver four spot. We've got a little bit of a change, but it is the Dallas Cowboys receiver C.D. Lamb back at the wide receiver three spot right now. We'll get to the rest of those top five soon. I don't know, Matt. Something about C.D. Lamb just feels a little rich for my blood. I, I wouldn't take him as the wide receiver three. I wouldn't take him in the top five or six of a 
dynasty startup. He's currently going fourth overall. So it's Jefferson Chase, Bijan Robinson, the rookie running back at three overall, and then CD Lamb, four overall. He's he's fine. I mean, he's better than fine. That's that's disrespectful, but I'd rather have a couple of these other receivers over CD Lamb. Yeah, I, I mean, he's more than fine. He's great. Yeah. I mean, he's really, really good. But is he special? You know what I mean? Is he right. a great, phenomenal talent like the two guys ahead of him or maybe some others on this list? The defensive coordinators despise playing against C.D. Lamb week mm. after week. Yeah, Probably not quite. You know, again, he's really, really good. He's going to go to a lot of Pro Bowls. I'd love to have him. But to take him over everyone else on this list and that early in a startup, um, I'm not saying he's my answer to fall out of the top eight, but he might be, and which is strange for the number three guy. We talked about uh, Justin Herbert, uh, who was not part of the top five quarterbacks. We also talked about Austin Eckler, who was part of the top 10 running backs in yesterday's show and uh, our, our anticipation of what that Los Angeles Chargers offense might look like this season. Of course, that has a lot to do with their new offensive coordinator, but the Cowboys lost that guy. And, and now we've got um, we've got McCarthy taking over, reportedly mm. taking over play calling duties for Dallas. That doesn't exactly give me uh, the, warm the warm fuzzies. fuzzies. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Oh. We've been on here too long, Matt. We, yes. We're, we're sharing a brain. Uh, but regardless, it does not make me feel very good about C.D. Lamb. Again, as this elite, elite asset, as a top three receiver and a top five overall player. Exactly. I, Love him. I, I, Just yeah, the door. Maybe, yeah. maybe I wish he had a different quarterback. Maybe I wish he had a different uh, play caller. Maybe, maybe C.D. Lamb will be your answer. We'll see when we get there. He might be. I mean, all these guys are really, really good. It's hard to yeah. force any of them falling, falling. But I also think Cooks and Gallup will eat into his mm. catches a little bit. You know, I mean, Gallup is a pretty good player. If he's back to being normal, not to mention Pollard's a really good receiver. Wide receiver four, this is where we had a little bit of a shakeup. I mentioned Lamb and A.J. Brown had been alternating the, those three, four spots all offseason. The player who is probably my wide receiver three right now in my personal rankings shows up here as the wide receiver four in our DLF Dynasty ADP, and that's Garrett Wilson, the second-year receiver for the Jets. Um, you know, the hype has been really out of control uh, certainly, he earned a lot of that uh, coming off a very impressive rookie season. He was the offensive rookie of the year last year, and that was with that, uh, you know, less than stellar quarterback play for much of the year. And obviously now with Aaron Rodgers throwing him the ball, the expectations, as I said, are very high. Do you like Garrett Wilson this high or maybe even higher like I do, Matt? He'd be three for me. Yeah, yeah. W without hesitation, uh, I think he's a special, special player. And I'm not looking too far in advance, saying, "Well, what if Rogers retires after this year or two years down the road?" This guy's really good. He produced with garbage quarterbacks. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you, uh, Garrett Wilson. Also, my three, but he shows up as the wide receiver four here. Uh, let's sneak one more in, and it is okay. AJ Brown. AJ Brown, the wide receiver five. Uh, probably no surprise there at this point. Um, 
you know, he had, he had that amazing year last year. I guess there were a, a few questions about what he would look like in that Eagles offense. And as we talked about yesterday, this time last year, there were still questions about, uh, about Jalen hurts as a, as a passer and as a, um, a player who could elevate receivers like AJ Brown. Well, that obviously was not a problem. I don't expect it to be a problem moving forward either. Uh, Brown is a, a little bit older than most of the rest of these guys on this list. Um, certainly not old, not a player we're ready to sell yet, but if you're really picking nets and trying to decide between the wide receiver three and the wide receiver seven or eight, maybe that's enough of a tiebreaker, uh, to push him down a little. And, and maybe that's why he shows up here in the five spot. I don't have the slightest bit of concerns with him. I, yeah. I, I mean, I think he's a phenomenal talent that might even have the best ahead of him. I mean, this is year two in that offense. They know him better. He knows them better. He's unbelievably talented. He would be four for me and Lamb would be five. I think he's more special than Lamb. Yeah, I think I would actually agree with that. Um, that ranking with Brown over Lamb and in fact, maybe some of these names that we call six through ten, I might consider even over C.D. Lamb um, as well. Maybe even over A.J. Brown, too. There's one guy I really like here. Uh, we're going to talk about him and the rest of the top ten wide receivers, and we'll do that next. So, true story. I, I did no, not know that we were going to talk about Harry's, who's been a locked-on friend for a very long time. But my teenage son is getting to the point now where he needs to start shaving regularly. And we had to chat over the weekend. And he's like, Dad, I need help. You know, what are we going to do? I'm like, no doubt. I mean, the, the go-to here without question is you are going to start with Harry's there, Michael, young Michael, and start shaving your face. So no matter why you shave, Harry's has you covered for the best shave of your life at a price you'll love. Uh, legendary high-quality razors, skin products like exfoliating face wash and hydrating lotion. Harry's gives you a premium shave without the premium price tag. Get better quality and a better price than other razors when you get Harry's delivered right to your door, which I've been doing for years, to be honest with you. Uh, There's a starter set that's a $13 value for just 3 bucks at harrys.com slash NFL. Um, you get five awesome German-engineered razors, a really nice weighted handle, a, a foaming shave gel that smells great, and a travel cover as well. Again, that's a $13 value for 3 bucks. Uh, scheduled delivery for refills as low as 2 bucks. Uh, that's half as much as other blades, if you don't know. I mean, it's unbelievable. There's no reason not to try Harry's. I mean, Harry's has the highest customer satisfaction in the shaving industry, and they're still offering a no-risk trial. Don't like your shave? Don't worry about it. It's on them. They take care of that. So again, get your best shave ever this summer with Harry's razors and skincare products. You get a $13 starter set for three bucks. Harry's.com slash NFL. That's Harry's.com slash NFL for a $3 starter set. Why wouldn't you? Today, we are looking at the top 10 dynasty wide receivers based on the latest DLF dynasty ADP uh, from the month of September, this is actually, as I mentioned yesterday, not even on the DLF site yet. So uh, you guys are the first to hear this one. 
Top five wide receivers that we mentioned earlier, Justin Jefferson, Jamar Chase, C.D. Lamb, Garrett Wilson, and A.J. Brown. Matt and I both disagreed with those wide receivers three through five. Uh, we like Garrett Wilson more than the uh, the rest of those guys there. Let's look at wide receiver six. Uh, if I'm pushing one guy up from the bottom half of this list to the top, it would be this guy, Matt. Amon Ross, St. Brown, uh, the Detroit Lions uh, third year wide receiver now, and just what a what a great start to his career. This is yeah. this Lions offense is one that everyone is excited about. And uh, you know, he's he's kind of been compared a little bit to Cooper Cup in um in his style and in the way he the way he wins, the way he produces fantasy points. And um, I mean that's that's a great player to be compared to, and especially at St. Brown's age, thinking that he has years ahead of him. This is the guy I really want from this list. Huh. I don't disagree with you. I think oh, he it is sounds like you do. Phenomenal. Well, <laughs> phrasing it different, he's okay. going to be my pick in the top eight that isn't in the top eight. And I don't want to pick any of them. I really don't. I, yeah. I think they're all phenomenal. But unlike Jefferson Chase, Lamb, Wilson, Brown, Waddle, Olave, which I guess I just, I just kind of ruined things there. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, good job. Uh, our, our, our listeners are on top of things. They, <laughs> they knew the names to come. They knew I'm sure they did. If they've been listening, he was not picked in the top 50. I mean, mm. he's not quite as gifted or special as those guys. And that's selling him tremendously short because he's really good at football. But my only slight concern is a combination of that and I wonder when he gets the Cooper Cup treatment of you're the only show in town, the whole planet knows you're getting the football, can you still generate wide receiver one numbers? I'm betting he can, but I wish they had Jamison Williams the whole time or DeAndre Hopkins, or you know what I mean? Yeah, I do. And I mean, I guess I just feel like he's already shown that, you know, he came yeah. in as that, yeah. he came in as that, um, that what day three pick, I guess. I mean, and mm-hmm. it's, it, everybody's seen it. He's one of these guys that can name every wide receiver that was drafted ahead of him, you know, a little bit of a chip on his shoulder. Um, and, and, you know, as a, as a guy who plays Debbie, St. Brown was early in his USC career. That was a, a player that, everyone was chasing and we were expecting to one day be a possible first round NFL draft pick. Hmm. And uh, for whatever reason, his career slowed down. The hype went away a little bit and, um, and he fell in the draft further than expected. So I was going to ask you if that was a factor in, in, you know, honestly, just doubting him a little bit. We mentioned some of the same things yesterday about Austin Eckler, who was of course an undrafted free agent uh, years ago. I think, you know, maybe we don't want to admit it, but I, I think we as dynasty players hold that against these day three picks and certainly mm-hmm. against undrafted players. And we're much more hesitant to boost them up the rankings when we see these consistent big performances. But St. Brown has already shown that he can be the wide receiver one and really can be uh, the only option in the passing game, especially after uh, the Lions traded TJ Hawkinson uh, mid-year last season. So I, I get the, I, I get having the draft capital is a little bit of a concern, but honestly, I think he's already proven uh, really right. everything he, he could at this point of his career. 
Uh, you said the names already, so we'll go ahead and get to wide receiver seven and eight. Jalen Waddle, Chris Olave here at seven and eight. And again, those are the the top eight guys, all very young, all, uh, I believe, 26 and under. I think A.J. Brown's 26 now. Um, what about what about these two, Matt? If if you're picking between these two as kind of a coin flip situation, Waddle and Alave, whether it's a trade, a late startup, you might be jumping in. What are you doing between those two players? Well, we went over my top five in the first segment, and yeah. despite what I said about St. Brown, he would be firmly at six. Okay, I, I like Alave slightly over Waddle. I think he's a little more well rounded. Um, I don't really care about either quarterback situation. I kind of think they're equal, to be honest. I don't know what, if two is going to be around forever. I don't think Tyreek Hill will be around forever, but situation's kind of a wash for me. I just think Alave does more things, but we're splitting hairs. I like both a lot. The wide receiver nine and 10 uh, are, are a couple of the veterans that we like. Tyreek Hill is at nine. Actually, the same spot he held last month in our ADP. And last month's wide receiver 10 was Cooper Cup. As you might guess, he is not holding down that spot uh, this month as the uh, the concern for his injury and really his status for the first month plus of the season is very much in doubt. That's already hurting his dynasty value. If you've tried to trade him in the past couple of days, you know that is the case. Uh, he's replaced by another veteran receiver, Stefan Diggs, bumps up one spot from last month and he is the wide receiver 10. So Matt, we've got all the young guys, uh, 26 and younger from one to eight. Then we've got a couple veterans here. Uh, Tyreek 29, Stefan Diggs 29 as well. Uh, both turned 30 before the end of the 2023 season. Do you feel good about taking one of those veterans? I mean, we, we certainly trust them to produce this year, but do you feel good about taking them in the top 10 among wide receivers, which is going to cost you a, uh, a, a top 15, top 20 pick overall in a startup over some of these young guys? I mean, names that we're not going to mention in this top 10 include Devontae Smith, T. Higgins, Drake London, DK Metcalf, been around a while, still only 25 years old. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe you throw the rookie uh, J- Jackson Smith and Jigba in there. Obviously, he's very young, just 21 years old. I love Tyreek. I love Diggs. I don't think I'm taking them this highly, though. What about you? 100%. Uh, I am not comfortable taking them where you said they are just going. And to be honest, you've often referred to these big eight uh, of the young pups, and they're awesome. I really think it's nine. I I think Devontae Smith is right there with those guys. Incredibly talented. Has passed every test. I doubted him coming out of Bama. I was flat out wrong. I think he's clearly nine, and I know it's a leap of faith, but I would put London at 10. Yeah, I don't think that's out of line at all. We we've both referenced the player age quite a bit here in this wide receiver discussion. A.J. Brown, as I said, is 26. The rest of those top eight are all 24 years old and younger. So A.J. Brown's kind of almost in his own tier there. The rest of those guys, 24 years old or under, and we could include Devontae Smith, T. Higgins, and Drake London in that group uh, because they, too, are under uh, 25 years of age. So we are we are just flush with wide receiver talent right now. Um, we're seeing these guys make an impact earlier 
and earlier in their career. We don't have to wait until year three, year four, like we had to years and years ago. Uh, we're getting immediate production from the best wide receivers in the game, and and we're seeing them pushed up the board as early as their the rookie season or um, certainly their sophomore season, second season, as we see here with, with Wilson and Alave, both of those guys, obviously Ohio state products. And uh, you know, this time next year, Matt, maybe we're talking about the top 10 wide receivers and, and we've got Marvin Harrison added right. to the mix. Another Ohio state receiver who uh, I think if we just called him a top 10 receiver, we would be calling, we would be cutting him short because many are already calling him the wide receiver three in dynasty saying that they want Marvin Harrison over lamb, Wilson Brown, St. Brown and the rest. Uh, So uh, we are, uh, we're loaded, loaded at those young wide receivers and uh, there are more to come. Certainly an exciting position at, Matt, you, you've answered a couple of my questions already. You, you mentioned St. Brown was the guy who would be falling out if you had to pick one. I was also going to ask you who outside of the top 10 would you push into that list? And it was Devontae Smith. So, in um, London. Good job. I'm going to put yeah. London at 10 too. Yeah. Good, good job by you. You nailed the questions before I could even <laughs> ask them. We do still have to talk about Travis Kelsey and those tight ends, and we'll do that next. So, guys, I've told you about the the Game Time app, and it's very, very easy to use. I mentioned how I quickly got Guns N' Roses tickets a little over a week ago. My daughter, all of a sudden, is super into going to country shows. She went to one the other day and is hooked. She wants to go to every one all summer. And my son keeps talking about, hey, Dad, I'm going to every Sealer game this year. I'm like, all right, well, here we go. <laughs> and so the Game Time app is perfect for these guys. I mean, buying tickets for all these events shouldn't be stressful. Game time is a fast and easy way to buy tickets for all sports, comedy, music, theater, whatever you're into. Um, With killer deals on last minute tickets and the best price guarantee, you can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun you're about to have. So they have things like images from the seat views was really, really cool. Easy to find and buy tickets for any event in your area. Um, Lowest price guarantee, event cancellation protection job loss protection, all kinds of cool things like that to protect you as well. So, you know, Game Time is the place for last-minute deals. Forget planning months in advance. Game Time has deals on tickets right up to the day of events. We all know how busy we can get, and, you know, you want to act now when you get the chance. So get exclusive flash deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy, theater, and so much more. The Game Time guarantee means you'll always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section and row for less, Game Time won't only credit you, but they'll give you 110% of the difference. So here's what you do snag the tickets without stress with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, use our code Locked On NFL, 20 bucks off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code Locked On NFL for 20 bucks off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Thanks again for making Locked On Dynasty your first listen every day. The Locked On Ultimate NFL Season Preview is here. The seven-episode extravaganza brings opinions, analysis, and plenty of debate from all 32 of our Locked On NFL hosts with added insights from our national experts. It's a can't-miss series before the season kicks off. Catch every episode on Locked On NFL YouTube or wherever you get your podcast. 
Matt, let's talk tight ends here. I uh, don't know if we have any of those hot young tight ends you like. Most of these guys are a little bit older, yeah, and that's what we that's what we typically see as we get close to the season. The name we've mentioned here that we may or may not see this week is Travis Kelsey. He's the tight end one, and Mark Andrews at the tight end two spot. Probably no surprise there, but we've we've got this name looming here at the third spot. Tight end three is Kyle Pitts. So he, he's actually lost value because for much of his career, uh, including, I believe, before he even stepped onto an NFL field, he was valued as the tight end one in Dynasty and has dropped off after a frustrating second season. Are we going to see a, a breakout season from Kyle Pitts this year, Matt? What's, what's your confidence level on seeing that real Kyle Pitts that we were promised? Well, real quick, you mentioned Harrison Jr. Uh, doesn't it feel like the, the tight end one spot, unlike wide receiver, is ripe for the pickings? You know, even Andrews. Like, I could see Bowers or Pitts or Kincaid or, I mean, some tight end that's very new to the league quickly grabbing that number one and or number two spot. Like, I don't feel like Kelsey and Andrews are real firm there right now. Well, I think that's that's one of the things that helped push Pitts up. True. Um, you know, maybe maybe before he had really earned it. I mean, we've we have Bijan Robinson as our a dynasty mm-hmm. RB one, and and most people do. So we want to we want to be careful with that language. But um, I, I do think that's part of the reason why Pitts was valued as the d- dynasty tight end one so quickly in his career. You looked at Travis Kelsey, and at that time he was. 31 years old now, now nearly 34 years old. Um, Mark Andrews, while, while age is not the issue, he's, he's still just 27. Um, maybe question his upside. Um, it, so yeah, the, those things. And along with the age of some of these other players that we'll talk about helped push pits up. And I think it could do the same thing again. If we see that, um, that season that we've expected from Kyle Pitts. And uh, if it's Dalton Kincaid, uh, that that's a possibility. If we're mm-hmm. fast forwarding a year, maybe it's Brock Bowers. I'm, I'm a little more hesitant on that one, but uh, absolutely. One of these young guys who, who really flashes this season could absolutely move up and claim that tight end one spot. Is it going to be Kyle Pitts though, Matt? Is, is this the year he really puts it all together and shows us why he is the top dynasty tight end in the game. I lean towards yes. I'm all in on this guy. Yeah. I mean, I do think London will be the target hog there. And I think Bijan's going to get a lot. But I think they'll throw a lot more. Like, if you look at Arthur Smith's career, yes, he's a run-heavy coach. No doubt about that. But he was run-heaviest when Marcus Mariota was his quarterback because Marcus Mariota couldn't complete passes. And (laughs) I'm not saying Ritter's great, but I can promise you the accuracy and the missed open pits targets will be better this year. Yeah, I do have some hesitations because of London, because of the quarterback and the coaching staff, Mm -hmm. all, all the, you know, the whole narrative that we've heard uh, all off season. Um, I still trust in the talent of Kyle Pitts and, Honestly, even if he if he repeats what we saw last year, if injuries slow him down and he has these disappointing games, 
He'll still be just 23 years old this time next year. Wow, and I, I will absolutely be buying him and, and targeting him in all of my dynasty leagues, uh, hopefully at even more of a discount if that's the case. Tight end four and tight end five are the exact same as last month. It's TJ Hawkinson at tight end four, Dallas Goddard at tight end five. And Matt, I really want to ask you about a guy who's not on here for the second month in a row. George Kittle is down at tight end six and it just seems like many dynasty players, many fantasy players in general are really giving up on Kittle. You know, the, the split numbers were not good for him when everyone was healthy last year. So when, mm-hmm. when McCaffrey and Debo and Ayuk and Kittle were all in the lineup, Kittle was pretty clearly the fourth option there. Um, so that's, that's the concern. And he's also had trouble staying healthy throughout his career. Are, are we giving up on George Kittle too early? No, but he would be behind those guys for me. And he's even questionable for week one in Pittsburgh right now, yeah, too. I mean, he's yeah. fighting something as we speak. Um, yes, when everybody was healthy, he was number four in the pecking order. And that's horrific, to be honest with you. Really to no fault of his own. It's just he has three really good guys around him. Yeah, But Purdy did throw a lot of touchdowns to him. I mean, his his TD receptions really spiked when Purdy got in there. Maybe that's just a small sample size. Who knows? Um, I think he's still really good, but clearly behind these guys and maybe even behind like a Kincaid for me. I mean, I'm not sure if I'm ready to go that strong. I could see a Fryermuth or a Njoku or an Engram going ahead of Kittle. I don't know that Waller can at his age. I still love Chigakonkwo. And last little note I was going to throw out on the tight ends, though. And his contract, his new contract with Minnesota kind of reflects this. Mm. If there is a hole or a a vulnerability with the top spot overall, I think Hawkinson could get there. Mm. Okay. All right. Hawkinson, 26 years old. So mm-hmm. he's, uh, other than Pitts, he's the youngest guy on this uh, top five or six group. Um, I certainly see Pitts having a smoother path, a clearer path to tight end one than Hawkinson or, or really anybody else. But yeah, maybe, maybe Hawkinson. Um, we'll see how he ends up in that target uh, list for, for Minnesota. I think he's going to be behind Jordan Addison ultimately, probably mm. not to start the season, but by the end. And uh, maybe that keeps him in this four or five range or, or maybe even pushes him down a little bit. That's, that's my concern with, TJ Hawkinson. That is going to do it for today's show. Please make sure you download and subscribe or follow for free on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. Remember to follow the show at Locked On Dynasty. Follow Matt at Williamson NFL and I'm Ryan MC23. We'll be back next time with more Locked On Dynasty.